From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The chance of being diagnosed with thyroid cancer has increased rapidly in recent years. Today, nearly three out of four cases of thyroid cancer are found in women. Just 2% of thyroid cancers occur in children and teens. With us to discuss thyroid disorders, including thyroid cancers, is Dr. Roberto Izquierdo. He's a professor and division chief of pediatric endocrine and diabetes at Upstate, and also the medical director of the Thyroid Center and of the Thyroid Cancer Program. Welcome, Dr. Izquierdo. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for being here. So the thyroid gland is a gland in our necks, just above our collarbones. What's it responsible for? What's so? Uh, why do we have yeah. it? The, thy- uh, the thyroid um, is a butterfly-shaped gland in the neck, and it uh, produces thyroid hormone, which is essential for a lot of um, functions of the body, uh, including uh, brain development in, in babies, uh, growth in children, and general well-being in adults. So... And it, um, uh, metabolism? It affects, meta- and it does that through affecting um, the metabolism of various uh, functions, such as uh, heart muscle, um, the regular muscles, gastrointestinal so tract. it's an essential gland we have to... It's yeah. an essential gland. You cannot live without it. Okay. Uh, unless, uh, uh, without it, unless you... Uh, as long as you're treated, you're okay. If you're we, treated, if you're okay. Treated, you're fine. So we'll get into that when we okay. talk a little more about um, mm-hmm. thyroid can- cancer, if it has to be removed or something. Right. Um, but um, how would a person know that they're having problems with their thyroid? Uh, there's different ways, and it depends on the uh, on the thyroid disease that they have or condition. So if it's an underactive thyroid, uh, then they may develop they may develop weight gain, which is about five to ten pounds. Um, uh, sluggishness, uh, slow thinking, uh, feeling a little more sleepy. They may notice some changes in their hair or nails, such as dry skin or brittle nails. They may have constipation. Um, And also it may may cause some depression, uh, signs of depression. Now, if you have the opposite problem, hyperthyroidism, then you may have some, uh, another set of uh, symptoms which can include um, hyperactivity, weight loss, weight loss, uh, anxiety, uh, trouble sleeping, irritability. So almost uh, and the fatigue. opposite. Uh, almost the opposite. But common to both is uh, extreme fatigue. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, interesting. Is the thyroid something when you go for like a regular checkup? Is that something that primary care doctors check routinely or uh, not routinely, unless uh, if, if unless you have some symptoms that trigger the provider to have the test done, or um, uh, or there are some standards by some of the national societies that they do recommend testing every so often. Okay. But, oh, and sometimes the patients bring up the you know the issue of testing. Okay, interesting. Now, uh, are there thyroid disorders that affect children more uh, than adults? Or? Yeah, well, there's there's some, there's a lot of disorders that are common to both. Uh, so the most common cause of an underactive thyroid, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, uh, is present both in children and adults. Uh, and, the, and, and also the most common cause of hyperthyroidism called Graves' disease also affects children and adults. But in some children are born without a thyroid. Uh, fortunately, uh, all states in 
in the United States check for this in the newborn screening. So these children are detected uh, within 10 days of oh. birth and okay. treated right away to prevent um, mental retardation. Okay. All right. So these diseases, Hashimoto's and Graves, um, a person could have them uh, and it might be detected as a child and it might not be detected until it, they're older? Or it, Yeah, that's correct. It all de- depends on their severity. So like in children, if, if they have severe underactive thyroid, uh, they have very poor growth. And, th- and usually the, uh, me- the medical provider is able to detect it because the kids don't grow well. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So do we know what causes hypothyroidism? Well, the most common cause is the, is, uh, is the immune system. So the immune system attacks the thyroid, causing, it, that, causing damage and inflammation. And as a result, the hormones drop. And, uh, and, then the, and often the thyroid gland gets larger too. Uh, so you develop a goiter, which means an enlarged thyroid. Huh. But in um, uh, uh, this, the most common condition of the underactive thyroid is called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, named after a pathologist who first who uh, discovered it. Discovered, yeah, who described it many years ago. So if you find out you have hypo or underactive yeah. thyroid, whether it's Hashimoto's or or something else, mm-hmm. how are those treated? Uh, those well, the treatment requires treatment with. Uh, the thyroid hormone replacement, so levothyroxine is the most common form, um, which is uh, the actual uh, thyroid hormone, T4. The thyroid produces two hormones, T4 and T3, but 96% is T4, and that gets converted to T3 uh, in the liver. Um, but uh, So we generally just treat with T4. Uh, there's other preparations that are used less commonly, like Armour Thyroid, which is a combination of T4 and T3. But it's a pill that you take? It's a pill that you would take, yeah. All right. So what happens if you have hypothyroid and it goes undetected? Is it a dangerous thing to have? Uh, well, it, uh, again, it depends on the degree. Uh, I mean, obviously some patients with, some individuals with mild hypothyroidism can function okay, except they feel a little more tired than the rest of us. Of us. Uh, um, and maybe a little more sluggish. Uh, but there are some uh, signs like uh, a, uh, that may not be detected right away, like acceleration of uh, atherosclerosis, which can lead oh. down the, many years later to heart, heart disease. disease. Yeah. Huh. So. Interesting. All right, this is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Dr. Roberto Izquierdo, an expert in thyroid disorders. Okay, so do we know what causes hyperthyroidism? So on the other end of the spectrum is hyperthyroidism, which means an overactive thyroid where the thyroid hormones are very high. Again, um, the most common cause is autoimmune, and Mm. that means the immune system stimulates the thyroid to produce thyroid hormone, and that's treated differently than uh, hypothyroidism. So hyperthyroidism, we either treat with surgery, medication, or radioactive iodine. Oh, okay. Um, and, and sometimes in the elderly, uh, you, uh, hyperthyroidism is triggered by, uh, uh, by thyroid nodules that are over-functioning. Um, so I want to also talk about thyroid cancer. There's been some studies that have shown a dramatic rise in um, thyroid cancer cases in middle-aged women like triple mm-hmm. the number of cases over the past 40 years. Why? Do you have any ideas for why that is? Well, um, 
there, there's two explanations. Uh, one is that it's being discovered uh, incidentally. So when uh, someone has a CAT scan of the neck for some other reason, like maybe they were involved in a motor vehicle accident or, mm. or, um, or, if they have, or someone has an ultrasound of the carotid artery, so we're, uh, a thyroid nodule may be detected. We're okay. just doing, we have more, Im, uh, uh, the capability to do more imaging studies, so anything, any pain, pain in the neck or something, we do an ultrasound and we're able to define it incidentally. Because thyroid cancer is so common, um, that uh, many of these cancers uh, with the imaging studies are being detected at a very early stage and they're very small. But there's also, uh, studies have shown that there is a true increase also of, um, of thyroid cancer, especially of the larger type, uh, of the larger cancer. So the percent with thyroid nodules that grow. Well, the percent that aren't, uh, the, the true increase <coughs> then, uh, do they, are there ideas about why that is? Is it environmental? Uh, we think it is environmental, but we don't know exactly. Uh, so it's not a, a it's not a purely genetic disease, so it's, it's environment. I think the most likely cause is environmental. I mean, one of the um, external uh, factors that can lead to thyroid cancer or promote thyroid cancer is exposure to radiation therapy. So that um, that has been well known for many years. So exposure to radiation. There's also some chemicals that, such as um, PBCs, that mm. could. Uh, contribute to thyroid disease and thyroid cancer, but we don't know the true etiology. When you mention the radiation exposure, um, that reminds me, the dentists are covering the... Yeah, we always recommend to make sure that when you go to the dentist to cover the thyroid, so there's no excess exposure. Okay. Uh, to th and also if you have any radiation therapy for some other reason, like lymphoma to the chest or neck, the thyroid should be protected. Okay. So once um, thyroid cancer is detected, how is it treated? Uh, well, the treatment is primarily surgical, so the thyroid is resected. So does uh, that mean you take the entire thyroid out or just the, the cancerous uh, part? You know, so we could either do to remove the entire thyroid or we could do a, a remove half of the thyroid. So depending on the pathological features and the size of the thyroid cancer, Sometimes the cancer is small and limited to the thyroid, one lobe, since the thyroid has two parts, one part could be removed um, and, and, leave, and leave the other part intact. But if the, if the cancer looks like it's extending into the extra thyroidal tissue, then the, it's best to remove the entire thyroid. After the surgical treatment, um, some patients who are, have more aggressive disease or, uh, or have a higher stage of disease, we, treat, we give a treatment of radioactive iodine, which consists of taking a pill that contains the radioactive iodine salt because the thyroid uses iodine to, to make thyroid hormone. So by giving um, a dose of radioactive iodine, it will accumulate in the thyroid and kill the cells. Um, and that's been shown to decrease the risk of recurrence, mm. in, but only in the more aggressive type of cancer or stage three and four. Um, then after that, it's, it's usually um, uh, surveillance. So we follow the patients for a long time uh, to see to detect recurrences early and then treat them as they present. Well, that's uh, what I was going to ask. Does it um, recur? Does it have a it, high recurrence rate? You know, the, the, in, in long 
long-term studies, the recurrence rates can be as high as 20%, but with current treatment, I think it's lower, you know, with better surgical procedures and treatment with radioactive iodine, I think the recurrence is lower and, not, and, uh, and is lower. But again, it also depends a lot on the stage and the type of thyroid cancer. So the, like stage one, which is um, less aggressive, the recurrence rate is very low, uh, maybe less than 1% or 1%, whereas the more aggressive types like stage three or four, the recurrence rate may be higher. But again, it's treatable even with time. And for the most and, and for the most aggressive type of cancers um, that are progressing, we, now there's a set of medications that can be taken orally that do not cure, but they stabilize the cancer. Hmm. Okay. And patients can live for many, many years. So if, if you do have to have your thyroid removed or part of it removed, how does the body compensate or does the body compensate uh, for the loss of the gland? No, well, if, if you just have half of it removed, the other part takes over and can produce enough thyroid oh. hormone. But if you have the entire thyroid, we just replace it with taking thyroid hormone tablets, which is one pill a day. Can, um, can you feel your thyroid? If uh, generally, no, unless, okay. um, un 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 unless you have a very large thyroid. Okay. I just wondered if it was noticeable that it's been removed. Like physically, if you can tell. Uh, oh, well, the only way you could tell is because you have a little scar in the neck. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> it's like, it's called a collar, so it's like a little inch. And sometimes you cannot even see that because the surgeons tend to make the incision along the creases. So, and with time, it kind just blends in. It yeah, blends hides, in. yeah. But that brings a good point. Uh, you could always do a neck check. So by looking at yourself in the mirror with your neck a little extended, take a drink of water. And as you swallow, if there's a thyroid nodule or a lump in the thyroid, you'll see a little lump move oh, up and really? down. So, so that's a way to detect, you know, a thyroid nodule or a goiter. So that would be something you wouldn't urgently need to call your doctor about, but maybe the next visit or no, you know, I would call if that if you see that I I would give the doctor a call. Okay. I mean, it doesn't mean that you need to be seen the next day. You could probably be seen in a few weeks or so. But so it is something to follow yes, up with. It's something to follow up with, yes. Wow. Well, good advice. Thank yeah. you so much for talking about thyroid disorders. Mm -hmm. uh, my guest has been Dr. Roberto Izquierdo, the Division Chief of Pediatric Endocrine and Diabetes at Upstate and the Medical Director of both the Thyroid Center and the Thyroid Cancer Program. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.